0: You are listening to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about the movie trivia showdown, the first class league, sports, Star Wars, movies, TV, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show. everybody welcome to another one of our reviews here for the final season of the walking dead episode three of season 11 here now chugging right along uh this episode was a little bit slower i would say than the first couple episodes that we had but i think you know that's sort of in the nature of the show to sort of take a breather after the first couple very action-packed episodes and we definitely had some story beats that move forward as well especially with maggie and, and that group and the aftermath of the last episode as well as we checked back in with the group that was in Alexandria. And uh, Carol uh, went uh, cowgirl uh, hunting for some horses. So that was <laughs> that was a lot of fun there. But as always, joining me is the co-host of both this show and any given Shemote, Corey Cameron. How are you doing today? And what were your overall thoughts on this episode?
1: I'm doing great. Um glad to be here talking Walking Dead with you again, Dagan. Uh, and my thoughts on this episode is it was great. Uh, like you said, it was a little bit slower, but still a lot of a lot of action um, still to uh, keep keep that appetite uh, really wet. So uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I enjoyed kind of both groups, especially the, the Maggie storyline uh, and, and what she what's happening with her group in with uh, the Reapers. Uh, and the, the Carol will, we'll get into the, the Alexandria group as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, I, I enjoyed it for sure.
0: Yeah, I did too. You know, I don't, I don't mind a sort of slower. I mean, as, as you said, there was a lot of action and we can kind of get into it here and talk about the opening sequence, which was very action packed. It sort of picked up right from where we left off last episode with the Reapers attacking Maggie's group that just sort of came out of the wind tunnel. And, you know, as the episode goes off, I mean, it's, it's, it's a bummer for Maggie because, like, basically her entire group that she was with just gets sort of picked off here uh, in this episode. And, you know, a couple of the main bigger characters also have a, have a rough go at it. You know, they, they survive, but, like, um, Gabriel especially, uh, really starting to turn down that darker path yeah. and showing off the, his sort of true character. And we also had daryl and dog which do escape very early on in this episode and then we don't see them for the rest of the the episode but i think next week's episode is going to focus on them a little bit more in the aftermath of that mm-hmm. maggie also escapes uh the the initial sort of attack by by this group and uh just sort of by the skin of her teeth and then makes it into this uh sort of abandoned warehouse factory type of maybe almost like near it looked like it was a uh warehouse for a mall that was nearby. It was very like yeah. you know, old school, uh, you know, Dawn of the dead style sort of, sort of sequence there. So yeah, a lot, a lot of progression there with Maggie's group and a couple, uh, or actually pretty much her entire group as the, as I said, as the series, as this episode goes on, sort of, she loses everybody. So uh, another tough blow for Maggie. Cause then of course she's stuck with fucking Negan by the end of it. Just the two of them. <laughs> so um, yeah, we can kind of, talk about sort of sort of get into the episode a little bit more detail, but uh, what, what it was your kind of overall thought on sort of that opening scene and then Maggie sort of escaping and going into that warehouse or
1: that mall. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you called it either last week or in the first episode that like a lot of the, a lot of Maggie Maggie's group were little side characters and they were, they were going to yeah. get killed off fairly, fairly easily or fairly early. Um, I didn't expect the, like her, her partner with the mask, I, his name escapes me, but like he, he went out real quick. I'm not, they didn't like say that he died, but, um, he got, got roped around the neck <laughs> pretty, yeah. pretty easily. Um, and kind of just her, I, first of all, I love how it was shot. Um, kind of just yeah. in her perspective. Uh, and there's like two different kind of shots. So it's like the the audience view and kind of Maggie's view, like Maggie's view, like the, the light was shining on her. Uh, we got like super close up on her uh, and like the like the audience view. It was just like completely dark and um, you could see kind of just everything. And So I kind of see the Reapers like coming in and out and um, slashing, slashing people. So uh, I loved how it was shot uh and like in the in that the woods part and when she goes into um the, the little warehouse or department store or whatever um it all it like turns into like a like a horror sequence and um like her just kind of leaving sound traps um just so she can she can hear if they're coming uh and um going up the stairs i love the whole stairs part where yeah. she like she just goes up the stairs. Uh, she, you, you see the, you see the Reaper come like right behind her, not making oh, a sound I love at that all. Scene. Oh, uh, you just see, you just see like his mask, and then she like lights that lighter up, and can, like he comes in in full, uh, and like she, she manages to escape him. But uh, yeah. I, I love that whole sequence, uh, and it was, it was just awesome.
0: So. Yeah, I mean that that was really well done because there was like a jump scare with a zombie right before that where she's going right. up the stairwell and then the right. zombie. It, she's it's very dark and you can't really see and then ah! and the zombie kind of comes out and she has to sort of get it and then I love it. She just tosses it over the stairwell and it goes flying into the depths there yeah. uh, of that building. But I, I also love that right at or sort of right after that you see the reaper. That's you know she it's pure bl- Pitch black, almost like silence of that scene, in silence of the Lambs, And she turns the the lighter on, and then boom! He's, he's right behind her, and they have they have sort of a a brawl. And then he he got gets tossed down the stairs, but you can tell that he just probably ended up on the next level down. Yeah, and yeah. Start to hear and get up and start to yeah. Climb you hear back up and chase him. Yeah, you hear
1: his footsteps on the stairs. Yeah. It was like oh snap. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know it's
0: giving me giving me chills right now. It's yeah. very well done action sort of horror scene there. And I also really like the way it was shot, as you were saying. I was thinking about it when I was watching this episode. This would be a really cool episode to watch in VR, uh, if oh, anybody yeah. has an, an Oculus or anything. This this That'd episode in, in particular. And also the one from last season with, that felt very much almost like um, the Predator, where they're going through the woods and they're kind of getting hunted down. Uh, one of those first episodes that introduced the Reapers. It was one of the bonus episodes that we had at the end of Season yeah. 10. But uh, that's another one I thought that would be really cool to watch in VR. So if, any, if anybody has an Oculus, you know, let, let us know in the comments uh, <laughs> if, you, if you watch the show in VR. But, yeah, so so Maggie sort of just barely escapes that guy and, you know, kind of go, goes through the, the warehouse a little bit more and does come in contact with some of the other characters who do get taken out. She They, they find Duncan, who's the, the big dude that uh, Negan nicknamed uh, Sasquatch in the last episode but yeah he's he's done for he gets taken out and which is really too bad cuz he's you know it, it you can always use a big strong dude in the zombie apocalypse to help you bust down like, some doors yeah. and kill I feel some like he was off. an
1: easy target he was an yeah. easy target it's just how big he is. Like, just throw a knife in the dark, dude. Yeah, you <laughs> might hit the guy. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, he he's done done for, and she has to kind of take him out uh, at before he turns, which is always a, a tragic thing. But how many times have we seen characters have to take out people that they care about on this show? You know, as the at, right after they die and before they turn, having to sort of stab them in in the head is just ooh, right. that's got to be rough. I mean, it's one of those things where. If you live in this world, I mean, yeah, it's, it's rough. Maybe the first few times you do it, but these characters almost seemingly get used to it as they, they just like become a normalcy for them as the show has gone on, which is pretty intense, but you know, it's definitely a, a thing that I've seen pop up on the show. I'm like thinking about it, like, man, it must be really tough for Maggie to have to do that but at the same time. She's had to do it so many times that it's like,
1: you know, well,
0: that's just how it, how it goes in this world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And kind of, Backing up before before Duncan even passes away, um, we see Negan and uh, Aiden in the in the warehouse as well. Yeah, uh, and they're they're fighting off um, the Reapers, and Negan saves Maggie um, and and helps her right. helps her defeat that guy um, and get and gets him off the back. Uh, and it, and kind of what we talked about last week that that trust building factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, of of those two characters and trying to survive, um, we see see Negan later in the episode, kind of um, talk to Maggie about how he has has changed, uh, kind of his ways, and uh, saying that he's not not that person that he was before. And Maggie still is very weary of of Negan uh, because what what he's done in the past, it it's very unforgivable, um, especially to, to what happened to, to Maggie and Glenn, but um, they, he's, he is trying, uh, he is trying to uh, win her over um, very genuinely. Um, you wouldn't expect him to be very genuine, but he is, he is genuine now. Um, he still kind of has his neganisms isms, but uh, he, he is uh, trying to be very, very truthful to her, uh, yeah. to to just survive. It's what you got to do is is to survive, and that's his his way. He's showing that he has changed, and that's that's how he needs to be to survive. And with with this particular group,
0: yeah, I mean, he definitely had a bit of a character change from like a point A to a point B. Uh, I would say, like it where we saw him at the end of the first episode where he sort of leaves her to die, you know, and then where we are at this episode where he actually saves her life and helps out in in the sort of greater cause of survival and you know it's it's really interesting cuz he he is now i think maybe starting to try to prove himself a little bit to maggie you know that that he has changed as you said as as a person and as a character but you know at Nat, maggie i think still wants to kill this guy you know it it's, yeah. it doesn't matter what he does you know ultimately i mean she still wants to kill him and i don't think there's ever going to be a part of her that Com, you know doesn't want to kill him you know ultimately I think that she is always gonna have a part of her that wants to do that you know and so it's gonna be interesting to see because like you know she she was near she was at like nearly a 100 percent that first go when she tried to off him in the cell and then realized that he was much worse off where he was and then at the beginning of this season, She's about probably about 90 percent, you know, wanting to kill Megan. And then by the end of this episode, I would say maybe it's uh, it's dropped down a little bit to like a 60 to 70 <laughs> because he, he helped save her life. But, you know, so so I think that that's always going to be a thing. That's always going to be a dynamic between these two characters. But as we've seen, I mean, they're kind of stuck with each other as we get towards the end yeah. of this episode. And, and they have yeah. to sort of leave behind, um, you know, uh, Alden. Is that right? I think it's
1: Alden. I yeah, Alden. Alden.
0: Yeah. So he he gets pretty badly hurt in this sort of warehouse skirmish, and uh, he he they end up leaving him in this uh, church that they find in the middle of the woods. And so it'll be very interesting to see where that goes uh, as the as the next few episodes go on, and if maybe like I I think it'd be kind of interesting if because Father Gabriel we like could talk about the Father Gabriel stuff too. Uh, yeah. where he he comes across one of the reapers that's been badly injured in the woods and you know he's sort of at the beginning of the sequence praying to God and everything and talking to him and and sort of once he gets to this guy that's that's been you know horribly wounded and and is nearly dead and he sort of has this conversation about about, about how God isn't here anymore you know yeah he's he's sort of cut off that conversation between himself and god and you know i'm I'm not Personally, I'm not as much of a religious person, but I really do appreciate the religious undertones that they put throughout this show. And especially with Father Gabriel, who's a fascinating character. Yeah. Uh, What what would a preacher uh, be like in in sort of this zombie apocalypse? And you see him sort of slowly as the last, I think, couple seasons have gone on, start to go down this dark path that maybe he was at a lot. Earlier, when he when they first discovered him in that church, where he let all those people die, initially. Mm-hmm. Didn't let anybody in the church, he just sort of fended it off for himself because of how selfish he was. But now, he's sort of, as the, the years have gone on, he's in true survival mode. And by the end of this sequence, he just offs the dude. He's just like, that's it. You're done. You do not deserve to live. I'm not even listening to God on this one. And he kills the guy. So... Uh, really, really loved that sequence, and as I as I was kind of alluding to, um, I feel like it'd be interesting to see him dis- find. I think um, uh, Alden at some point, and okay, now he's back at a church. Yeah. And what's that going to be like for him? Like very. It was almost eerily similar that church that they go into uh, to the church that they initially found Father Gabriel at uh, when they were dealing with all those cannibals and everything. So. Yeah, I really like that sequence, um, and we can kind of talk about it here. What did you think of that, Corey?
1: Yeah, uh, and I'm glad you you mentioned that there. There's a lot of uh, religious um, undertones and um, comparisons and imagery in this episode. Um, obviously, with with Father Gabriel uh, and his his journey, Alden all going into the church um, near the end of the episode there. Uh, and kind of in front of the church, you see that cross and you also see Negan and Maggie come across, uh, a burned Walker, um, with the, the, um, the sign Judas over it too. So, um, not sure if he, that person was a reaper previously and like he ratted them out somehow, uh, with, with this, the story of, of Judas and betraying Jesus. Um, and he, he betrayed the reapers in some way. So hopefully we kind of see what happened with, with that sign there. Um, but yeah, father, father Gabriel, he, he gave up God a long time ago. Um, and like he, he was going through like his illness. Um, he was going through a lot of stuff, um, in that, in that savior storyline, um, and he he kind of denounced God, if you will, um, a long time ago. Uh, and we haven't really seen him kind of in any sort of situation um, kind of afterwards and, and really recently, not to my mind, um, to where the, he, he has called, called upon him. So uh, it's it's uh, interesting to see if he would ever go back um right. and see how he may may or may not change um or even if he survives if he if he's like at at death's door um what's going to happen to him if he if he does um end up turning or end up dying in some some crazy death so um yeah uh we'll we'll see where that kind of goes and he he just offs offs that reaper yeah uh just gets him right (laughs) just stabs him right in the head it's it was crazy yeah Uh, he didn't mess around It was just you're dead yeah yeah (laughs) so i i'm interested actually to see where where uh gabriel will go and i like i like that that thought of him maybe coming across uh all in, in in the church yeah uh and um seeing that there if even if, if Alden survives, if he, <laughs> if he makes it, he's in uh, rough shape. He's, he is in very rough shape. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And kind of going also back, um, to, to Negan and Maggie real quick. Um, there's a shot like right at the end of the episode where, um, you see Negan's crowbar, um, oh, with yeah. that the walkers like guts or brains on there, just dripping blood. And you see Maggie yeah. right there too, is kind of, uh,
0: as a, uh, I, sort yeah, of as a flashback, yeah, it's a flashback
1: from from Lucille and mm. and Glenn on Lucille, if you will, kind of kind of just dripping dripping that blood and and seeing Maggie in that same shot too. So um, if it if it has any meaning behind it, um, good. But if it if it was used as a an homage to to that scene as well, then it it was great. It was great to see.
0: I think it was I like uh, this this season there's been like I feel like moments of imagery that sort of take us back to moments that have previously happened in his you know the history of the past of the show and that that was definitely one you know Maggie escaping the walkers and going under the dumpster uh, was another one recently that that I noticed and the church as well I think as I was saying the imagery I think is similar to the to Gabriel's church from season four or five whenever that was. Mm-hmm. So it, it's definitely I, I think because it's the final season, a lot of times shows will not necessarily nostalgia bait us, so to say, but they'll put like imagery from classic moments of the show's past and sort of remind us of, of things that have happened. And, right, yeah, I I love that with with Maggie and Negan and the crowbar and everything and that she just has to kind of take a moment where she visibly, I feel like, had you know, they don't show the scene. They don't like show us a flashback to the scene, but you can tell that that's where her mind is going right. and that it, it, it's, it's going to, it takes her a minute to sort of process it and be like, okay, we need to now just move on, you know, keep towards the path of survival here. I got this guy here who did these horrible, horrible things, but we're both trying to get to the same place, you know? So very, very powerful stuff I would say. And I, I really like how this season so far has been doing that, like sprinkling in little bits of, of the, the past of the show. Right. In, with, with the imagery so yeah i really really like that scene and also i think we, we could talk a little bit about alden and maggie's sort of decision to to leave him you know because she's been she's been dealing with that he he had to really really convince her to be like no you, you have to leave me to continue on and, and negan even says that he's like you, you have a choice here you have to make this decision and then maggie sort of goes at him like you know this is all your fault because of what you did, because you took all our shit, you took half our shit, basically, uh, and what you did with the saviors, we're now in this position that we have to go through this horrible, horrible journey and get mauled down and a whole bunch of them die in order to get the supplies for the group to bring back. So, uh, and then he was like, basically, uh, you know, took it like a sponge and he's like, well, you still have to make a decision.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: so... <laughs> I, I love that whole dynamic there between the two of us, which yeah, does just with the imagery sort of of the crowbar and everything. And Maggie sort of having to cope with all that. So uh, I, I, I did really, really enjoy that, that, and that whole sort of final sequence of, of this episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And who's, who's to say like, if, if it is Negan's fault or not, like the whispers still would have came. Yeah. The Reapers still would have came. Um, people are, People are desperate um, and they, they need to find, cause that's what this group is doing as well. They need to find food um, to survive. And there's a ton of other groups that are out there that need to find food to survive. They need to find a way to live um, just out in the open uh, cause they don't have, like not everybody has um, an established settlement um, or a community, um, to, to kind of feed off of and, and live off of and socialize with, uh, and people, people do what they need to do. Um, who's to say the, the reapers are all bad. They, they found their way of living and, and it works. If they need to kill other people, they, they kill other people to do it yeah. to survive. Um, and this, this group has done it before um, with with Rick and kind of the like before the the savior thing got really big and out of control that that's what Rick and his group did as well when they infiltrated their their camp um to to kill that that um the satellite base uh of the saviors so um people people got to survive um and people just have different ways of doing it and this is i say this is the walking dead and it's this this show is just all about choices, uh, and decisions and what you would do in this type of situation. So, um, it would, if it, if it would have happened, it would have happened. Um, and that's kind of, I always go by that. Like if it happens, it happens. You can't change the past it's happened. How are you, how are you going to steer forward and, and move, um, differently now that now that it has happened. So, there's um, no
0: time travel in this in this universe, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> or so. a what if scenario? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. That'd be kind
0: of crazy. Walking Dead what if episodes, like little mini animated series, that'd be cool. I'd like to cool. see that.
1: That'd but, be cool.
0: But yeah, I mean, sort of talking about that a little bit more, and Maggie sort of blaming everything on Negan. Uh, you really kind of if if you're gonna blame Negan, as you said, you can also equally blame the Whisperers because that's on uh, you know things happen on the show. And that same thing, you could trace it even further back. You could blame the governor for ambushing them at the at the jail, you know. They were living just fine at the jail and surviving as they could, you know. You could go back and blame the governor for that. Or go right. back even further and blame Shane for letting the walkers out of the farm when they were on the farm, you know. So there's, there's plenty of different things you can look at in the history of the show to be like, well, this big thing happened to get them from here to over here, you know, and— and, like, so who, who's really responsible for all this? Well, it's not that simple, and it's more right. about, as you said, the choices that we make and how we move forward on this show because that's always kind of been a theme is there's no turning back. We just kind of keep going and we move forward. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's just this universe. But I think that uh, that that scene really sort of encapsulated that message of, like, well, this you can't just blame one person or one event there's yeah. many, many things that have happened over the course of the show to lead to where we are now. So it's all about taking that and sort of getting to, to the next place. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: And sort of speaking of that, we we can now kind of talk about the other plot thread that we had in this episode uh, real quick before we wrap up, which wasn't like a huge thing. It was, uh, it was, you know, Carol and Magma, I'm sorry, Magna and, um, Angel Theory's character, which I always forget her name. I think it's Kelly. Uh, Kelly, Kelly. Right. Yeah. And uh, Rosita, and it's it's the uh, Carol looking for horses little uh, sort of side <laughs> side adventure here, uh, which is which was just as good, you know, as as any other past side missions that we've had on the show. Um, but I really like this one because you really feel for Carol here, and this was like one of those man, I just want to give Carol a hug episodes because. She's having a rough time, man. She's very, very, very emotional in this episode. And talking about decisions that are made, I mean, she has to tragically put down one of the horses here at the end of this episode. <laughs> Just, oh, what a what a scene, man, because they're, everybody's starving. The kids are starving. And there was also a couple little scenes that I really, really liked with Judith and with the kids. Yeah. Uh, Herschel, you know, Herschel Jr., Maggie's son, uh, Maggie and Glenn's son, I think is... And that's a very, very important character for that potential series finale. So I'm really kind of going to be interested to see where they go with him. And you can already tell he's like a bit of a, you know, he's, he's, he wins the card game and he sort
1: of yeah, has yeah, these yeah, very yeah.
0: smart things that he says already about like the survival. Of, oh, me and my mom had to eat horse meat when we were on the road just to survive right. sort of thing. So <laughs> I love that stuff. And yeah, I just wanted to give Carol a hug here. And uh, Melissa Melissa McBride, like, uh, all the props to her. She she should get the the Emmy nomination for, for the season, if anything else. I I really really love her and and that actress and what she's put into this character because character that's been around a lot longer than she was in the comics where she just right. gets off in the prison, you know, just very very yeah. like abruptly. So yeah yeah. What did yeah, you kind of well. think of the the stuff with Carol and that we got in this episode and some of the other little side missions in Alexandria?
1: Yeah um my my question to you is would you would you ever eat horse but uh, if it I came would. down to it yeah if it I came down I would.
0: to it i mean those looked like some pretty nice little uh well, horse horse meat steak tips there i was yeah, like, going, like yeah mm, maybe, oh, maybe i'll get a little get a little uh yeah. you know uh honey mustard <laughs> honey mustard sauce and like right some french fries that doesn't and, look uh, too bad you know
1: who was it? Mag- Magna was she was licking her fingers. So it, yeah, it had to have been good. It, it had yeah. to have been good. So like some and, good barbecue and, there. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. And RJ and Judith was like, No, I'm good. I'm good. With all yeah.
0: just that. the, the typical, like, you know, 11 12 year old, however, right. however old they are, like, oh, I don't want to eat that. That's gross. <laughs>
1: Mom,
0: like, why are you making me eat that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> no, but I mean, like, like I like I just said, like, you do what you have to do to survive and you go go out and find your horses at first i was just like all right they need their horses to to travel and and do whatever but um come to find out like you you need it for food because they are starving at alexandria so uh it's you got to do what you got to do to survive and if if it means offing a horse and and barbecuing it and cooking it up that's what you got to do uh, but yeah, Carol, she, she is going through it. Um, she, Man. uh, cause she still feels guilty, uh, about Connie, uh, and what Kelly and like Kelly's is always with Carol and, um, Connie and, and Kelly, they're sisters. So it's like, what happened to Connie? Oh, I know. I know she's going to be here this season because we saw we'll her get in, there. In, we'll some, get there. in one of the trailers. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wasn't so. there a
0: scene? I think there was like a almost nearly a post credit scene. You can call it last season where she sort of stumbles out of the rubble and she finds another yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she'll be back. She'll be back. I think we're going to get a, an entire episode, maybe devoted to her. Yeah. Sort of come far, kind of her way back to the group, almost.
1: Yeah. So there's she still feeling guilty about what she did within the cave there too. So yeah. Um yeah, she's going through it. I'm glad she got her hug. Um yeah. <laughs> and I I'm glad uh Aaron kind of just came in and sat down with her. Uh we didn't get too much of Aaron this, this episode, but um they're trying to trying to reconcile everything and get, get things in order at Alexandria. Um so people people can eat. So um yeah carol we're with you there so <laughs>
0: yeah and props no pun intended sure props to the prop team here for that uh just absolutely gruesome uh death of the horse there and the, oh man just the, they really they really did a great job making it making it really look like she was killing a horse which Obviously, she's not, you know, no no animals are right. the making these things. But right. that was really well done just it, having that, that, I think, you know, um, whatever you call it, prop or uh, mold of a horse's head. Just being able to to kind of have all that blood pouring out and everything was just really, really well done by yeah. the, the Walking Dead team here. So props to everybody behind the scenes, as always, for putting the show together because they do always do a hell of a job of what they have.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of severed horse heads in this episode Ooh, too. Yeah. It was like like oh, it just reminded me of of the Godfather scene with the yeah. horse heads in the bed. Um yeah. they're they're like all eaten up by by the walkers by the river, like the riverbed uh-huh. there. So um I was just like, right. man, there, there goes the horses and like you see you see everybody like just downtrotten. And like they're they're out there for nothing, type of feeling. Uh, and yeah, because
0: they weren't sure because they were, I guess, after these horses for a while, and then they finally come across like a whole bunch of them that have been, seen, right. been taken out by the zombies or the whispers or whoever. Yeah. So that's tough for that group. But you know, yeah. they do find a few of them, and they they're able to to surround what they think there's like maybe five or six that they that they find that are left of that that group of wild horses couldn't (laughs) drag me away rest in peace charlie watts sorry for my horrible singing uh but anyway uh yeah so i i I was really impressed with what the team was able to do there in that sequence as well with all the horse heads sort of lying down and just looks like an absolute horse massacre so man if you love horses this may not be the episode for you no it's not it's not yeah but uh any final thoughts on on this episode here before we kind of wrap things up and uh
1: and end the show here. No, uh, we got it covered. Uh, I like again. I said like I I enjoyed it. Um, I loved how it was shot. I just love I love the the different um, there's different coloring as well. They like they um, they color corrected a little bit differently in this episode that I that I kind of noticed as well too. So um, it's it was great. I I loved the the pace of it. Uh, even though, though it was a little slower, you, you need one of those types of episodes yeah. to kind of just, just settle down and, and kind of build it back up. Um, I'm excited to see like next week uh, and what Daryl uh, is going to kind of find and learn a yeah. little bit more about, I'm guessing the the Reapers and um, this, this Walter White looking character. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. um Yeah, uh, I'm excited for next week as well. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, next week should be interesting. Uh, That episode that I did not like from the end of last episode where they sort of just or the last season where they throw Daryl in the cabin with the lady. I think that that episode might end up being more important than we realize Mm -hmm. uh, coming up here in the next couple episodes. So I'm really, really excited to see where the rest of this show goes and where they sort of wrap things up in this first batch of, of eight episodes that we're getting. Um, we, which will last, uh, uh, probably about, so we're on episode three this week. Um, so we'll get three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So the 10th of October looks to be where they're going to end this chunk of the season. And then mm. it'll probably be picked up again in February or March. So that's where we're looking at for a future schedule for the show. And I'm really looking forward to it and sort of how they kind of wrap that up and everything. Um, and also where when we get back to the Commonwealth as well, because I think that that's going to come up, but maybe not again for another couple episodes. So I'm looking forward to seeing all that and where things go, because I think there's a lot of different directions they can go, but it seems like it's pretty focused this this season. And they're they're very – like they're not rushing to finish it. That's why we're going to get some episodes like this where – stuff happens, but maybe not as much happens as in previous episodes. And I'm really liking the pacing, as I said, in in the last couple episodes, I think that they're, they're really doing a good job, not trying to rush everything and give everything room to breathe as it is the final season. And it's sort of that season to wrap everything up, at least in the main arc. And then we have like a whole bunch of spinoffs and movies and things coming down, down the pike as well, set in this universe. So I'm looking forward to it and also looking forward to doing more of these review shows Make sure to like, share, and subscribe here on the Let's Get Ready Network channel. And also to go over to Twitch because me and Corey do our Any Given Schmo Day show over there, twitch.tv slash LGR Network. But me and Justin Hambone have also been doing AEW and wrestling reviews that have started up recently as well, which is new to this channel. So a lot of exciting stuff here on Let's Get Ready Network. I am Dagan S. Broad. As always, you can find me at Dagan S.B. on Twitter. That's D-A-G-A-N-S-B. And on any given day, and talking with Hambone about wrestling and talking with Corey here on day, and also about The Walking Dead, which I always have a great time doing. So, Corey, what about you? Where can the people find you and what do you got coming up?
1: Yeah, you can find, again, us here uh, on the Twitch channel, LGR's Twitch channel. Uh, Any Given Shmo Day is every Sunday at 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 Central. Uh, check out our interview that we did this past Sunday with Chanju the Chosen uh, and his thoughts on the Shmo Down. We talked to him about his uh, title match uh, and also the the future of IG. Uh, and who he has in the upcoming title match and in the tournament. Uh, You can also find us on Stereo. We also do that show on Stereo. uh, Stereo.com slash Corey Cameron or Stereo.com slash Dagan SB for for that too. We would love to have you part of the show uh, each and every Sunday. And then also you can find me on Instagram at Corey Cameron Visuals. uh, Also on Twitter Corey Cameron Viz. Uh, or my website it's corycameronvisuals.com and you'll see me there sounds good man well until
0: next week we'll be back with episode 4 of season 11 talking about all the stuff going on with Daryl and the dog so that'll be fun next week and until then we'll catch you all on the flip side later everybody